0: Hey, I'm Errol Gordon, and you're listening to the Premier League Nightclub. he's
1: done it! Aguero! Jay Hill, Jay Hill! Sam has done it again! What a goal by
2: Sam Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Premier League Nightclub podcast, brought to you by Arrow Sport. With me, I have, of course, Woody. But joining us, it's a very, very special episode again. Errol Gordon comes onto the show. The pick 32 in the AFL National Draft, playing for the Sydney Swans. Errol, thanks so much for coming on. No, my pleasure. Thank you very much for having
0: me.
1: So, Errol, I think the first time we got onto you is when we saw your draft video. Um, and you were wearing, obviously wearing a Tiago kit when you were being drafted, which is a strange choice, and your mate was wearing a Mane kit. Surely you could have worn like a Sydney Swans... like polo or something did anyone say
2: anything (laughs) like when you're getting changed to go to the the venue where you were at no I um
0: I was kind of like in a normal draft year um you'd probably have to wear like your your junior club polo or um you know like an academy shirt or something but being um kind of virtual this year and didn't have any cameras or anything on me well I guess I did but like any live cameras I just kind of thought I could uh, wear whatever I wanted it was pretty pretty easy decision I think. Yeah. Um, for me to wear the Liverpool kit and yeah, as you said, one of my mates had his Mane jersey on so um, no, no one said anything and I wouldn't have listened to him anyway So <laughs> oh, good. that's the way
2: Did um, like the boys at Sydney mentioned it since?
0: Uh, yeah, Barry O'Connor did He's yeah. obviously uh, quite a Premier League nuffy as well but um, no, nah, well a couple of the boys uh, Lewis Mellican as well, he's a soccer nuffy so he um, mentioned it as well but yeah um, no, I don't know. I, was, uh, I wouldn't change it. I'd probably should have worn my um, should have worn the full kit. Got some socks and shorts on as well. <laughs>
1: <and> shoes, <but laughs> well, obviously you have just been drafted, so we didn't say congratulations. Congratulations on that. Um, how was the emotion of the night? By the way, just before we got sucked into the the Premier League chat.
0: Um, oh, well, thank you. Firstly, um, yeah, it was unreal. Like, obviously. It's been my childhood dream since, you know, I was probably four or five. So um, it's, it didn't sink in for probably two or three weeks. It's probably around Christmas time it kind of sunk in that it actually happened. But um, yeah, I was just so grateful to be able to kind of share it with all my friends and family. Obviously, in that video, uh, always saw my schoolmates and stuff with me. So uh, yeah, it was a really enjoyable night. And um, obviously, I remember it forever. So.
2: Have you been adjusting well over the last few months? Obviously, you haven't been training the whole time because of the Christmas break and stuff like that, but have you been adjusting well and have you been keeping up with the Premier League despite having to wake up for training or have you had to make sacrifices?
0: Um, I've had to make a couple of sacrifices. However, I did watch the uh, United-Liverpool game on Monday, so (laughs) it was a little bit dusty going into training on Monday, but... Um, you know, it's probably the biggest, the biggest game against United, Liverpool have had in a couple of years, so I couldn't miss it for the world. And, uh, but no, I've been, I've been pretty lucky in that um, I've come out of the, the QBS Swans Academy, so um, you know, I've been prepared pretty well. Obviously, I've been able to train with them in the past and kind of um, knew what to expect going into it, so that's helped me in good stead. But um, yeah, it's obviously quite an adjustment to make going into it full time, but I'm loving it. So,
1: would you make the United Liverpool game?
0: Um, it's pretty disappointing. Uh, our past three games have been pretty bad, obviously. Um yeah, the first half was was pretty pretty poor, I think, by both teams. And we kind of stepped it up in the second half and just uh, thank god we have Ballison. <laughs>
1: <laughs> getting up for the Burnley game tomorrow?
0: Um I probably won't know. We we do have a session tomorrow. I'm not what oh, I think it's a seven AM game anyway. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'll I'll watch a bit when I'm getting ready, but um I'll have to go out at training at nine, so I'll probably miss. Most of the
2: second half. Yeah, Yeah. we we mentioned it on Twitter during the week. The 7am games, there's been 7am games pretty much every morning for the last week at least and on and off for the last month. They've been an absolute nightmare for like anyone who has a job. Lucky we wouldn't know. But it's, it's, you know, I can imagine like people were telling us about, you know, just like being on the side or being in the office and it's just like, how can any boss expect people to work when, you know, Burnley are playing Newcastle? You just, you have to watch it.
0: You can't miss it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know why they haven't they haven't pushed training back to like ten or eleven, so we can just sit down and watch the game
2: before we go to training. It's yeah, it's exactly. it'd be a morale booster as well. Like imagine that, like good, yeah. good workplace culture.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a bit of a stitch up actually. Uh, yeah, lucky I don't have a job. So <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just we we just want to ask you a quick question before we get you know fully into it. We had a bit of trouble, and feel free to pull us up here. Pronouncing your name. And we got it, Errol Goulden. Is that is that right? Spot on, All absolutely right. spot on. Do you prefer
0: I've, Eric? Um, <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's a stitch up. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, look, to be honest, it could be it could be a lot worse than Eric. Um, there's a couple of nicknames getting around the club that um, you know. I think I got it pretty lucky with Eric. So, um, uh, can you give us a quick? You know what, the thing,
1: can you give us a quick insight behind pages. Eric?
0: Okay, so um, there's a couple of reasons. So last year, um, I trained with the seniors. I uh, met another with Braden Campbell, who was pick five in the draft this year. So we were training with the seniors. And um, I was introduced to the players by one of the coaches as Eric. So um, <laughs> Classic. everyone had a bit of a laugh and started calling me Eric. And then when my name was read out on draft night this year, of course, it wasn't Errol; it was Eric Gulden. So, um, if I any chance I had a shake in that nickname, was uh, yeah, it was dust after my name got read out as Eric. So, it's all it's all good though. it Could be a lot worse.
1: Let's get into it because, like, I mean, obviously, last year was a bit hard. Um, we always, or just came off a natural disaster, and and people say that you know when a natural disaster hits the world, or. It's a country and they're watching on TV, they can sort of remember the exact thing they were doing and the place, you know, and every, every little detail behind it. I think it's called a flashbulb memory, but um, we obviously just came off a year that was reeled with one of the largest natural disasters in the history of mankind. Um, so, my question is, where were you when Liverpool won the league?
0: <laughs> I knew that's exactly what <laughs> you'd say. <laughs> Um, I was actually sitting where I am right now in my living room and <laughs> I had the TV turned up loud so the whole neighbourhood could hear um, when we were crowned Premier League champions. Actually, one of my mates was, was over in mine and I had to take him to work and he was probably an hour late because I was just sitting there watching the TV, watching all the celebrations. And, <laughs> um, Yeah, no, never forget never forget that moment. Uh, yeah, here
2: in my lounge room, so. <laughs> well, I'm sure we're going to get back to the Liverpool success in recent years, but we'll Back at go back a little bit in time, and we just want to know why you're a football fan. You know, clearly AFL is your, your life now, or you know for a large part of it, it has been as well. But where does soccer come into it? So
0: my dad is um, from Turkey, mm-hmm. um, and so uh, that's also I've got a bit of Fenerbahce blood in in me as well. So he's a quite a big Fenerbahce fan. Obviously, it's been a great week with the signing investor Mesut Özil. So. Mm-hmm could be a, a jersey new jersey on the way but, um, <laughs> yeah so my old man um, actually played professional in turkey as well uh, didn't quite make it to the super league level but he was uh, playing second division over there um, in istanbul and um, so obviously you know runs deep kind of in, in my blood and um, i've got an older brother as well and and he played um, quite a high level up here in, in sydney um, when he was younger and um, you know, played even played futsal for Australia and went over to Greece and and did a few things like that and um, was actually offered. I think it might have been by Final or um, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it was Final. Was offered when he was nine years old to go over there and be a part of their academy, but mum and dad didn't let him because it was he was obviously really young and other side of the world, but. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where it comes from. And, um, you know, they when I was young, they'd always get up in the middle of night and watch Liverpool play. And I kind of, you know, didn't know what, what they were doing, but I'd get up and watch it with them because, you know, I just wanted to be like my older brother and, and stuff like that. And then um, as I got a bit older, I kind of caught on to everything. And that's, yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. And um, played it played at a young age as well and until I was probably, um, you know, 11 or 12 and then had to make the decision between footy and soccer when they started clashing. And, um, you yeah, know, hopefully I made the right choice. <laughs>
1: Are you big football player? Uh,
0: I have been in previous years. I always, like, you know, been playing a side kind of around here. But um, the past couple of years, I uh, haven't really been able to, as you know, as Woody's kind
2: of gotten a bit more serious. Well, yeah, Woody's clearly trying to segue into our a <laughs> side here. And if you're ever down in Melbourne, you know, <laughs> I don't know, got a day off or something, you got a game on the MCG don't worry about that or, you know, afterwards, don't worry about your recovery. Just come down to, to our, football yeah, football yeah. Like a Friday yeah. night or something. This, they play Thursday night games in the air <laughs> quite often. So if you're ever free on a Friday, come yeah. down and, um, you can play any position you like. Um, so it's, yeah. It. Active recovery. That's good. Oh for mate. You. Exactly. exactly. Same page. So, yeah, same same page. It's for the knees <laughs> than running around on hard floorboards for 40 minutes. Yeah.
1: Now we sort of trawled through your socials, uh, doing a bit of research for the pod and, and growing up supporting Liverpool, um, do you ever feel like it competed with other codes? Cause I know you're a huge fan of a lot of codes. Um, did you ever find that obviously you talked about the choice, but did you ever find, you know, maybe on the weekends that there was um, a bit of a hard decision to make
0: um, in terms of playing soccer or football?
1: I mean, playing, watching, supporting, like how do you sort of, how did you sort yeah. of all balance it all growing up?
0: Um, well, for me, I've, as much as I, I love my footy and, um, you know, if it's a big game of, of AFL, I'll, I'll watch that. But I, I've always preferred watching Liverpool play kind of over every sport. That's kind of my number one thing. So um, if there's a Liverpool game on, that'll that'll always take preference to me. I just, yeah, I really, um, you know, it's kind of almost a whole lot of my week has been able to watch them play. And um, particularly in the past couple of years, it's been really good. So, um, but yeah, I've, I've never, I did enjoy playing. Um, you know, when I was younger but I never I guess maybe I wasn't that good but um, I never really enjoyed the playing as much as I did watching I think um, you know I like to still go down to the park and, and have a kick around at the soccer ball and stuff but um, I don't know yeah I always just enjoyed um, watching um, the professionals you know play rather than doing it myself but um, I guess now it is a bit hard um, obviously when you know, I got training on a Monday morning and it's a 3.30 game like it was um, you know on Monday morning last week so that can be a bit um you know of a clash sometimes there, but you know, when it's Man united Liverpool, it's it's kind of hard to miss it.
2: So <laughs> absolutely. Have you uh, been overseas to watch any games before?
0: Yeah, so I was really lucky. The last game of the eighteen-19 season, um when Liverpool played Wolves at Anfield and um it was the, the week the weekend following the Barcelona game. Yep. Um, so I was one of my brother's mates. Um, got us in a corporate box. So we were at Anfield for the last game of the season, fully catered box and um, Man City were playing Brighton and uh, we needed them to draw or lose. We would've won the league, but uh, and they went one nil down as well. And so the whole stadium was buzzing. And then obviously Man City, I think scored four in a row and ended up winning 4-1. But um, obviously the whole town was still in a high from kind of qualifying for the Champions League final and obviously went on to win. But I also saw them play against Leicester the season before that. Um, But that was Leicester away and I was sitting in the Leicester fan section. So I kind of couldn't really do anything. We just had to kind of sit on my hands the entire game. Yeah.
1: Well, Damon and I are lucky enough to sort of have both been and done our tours overseas to England. We're massive United fans. I mean, Damon's wearing his United kit. I'm wearing just an old Palace kit. But I reckon the first time that we both went to Old Trafford um, individually was probably one of the greatest moments of our lives. Can you run us through stepping into Anfield for the first time?
0: Yeah, well, um, I, was, I was pretty tired because we kind of flew over and didn't really get a whole lot of sleep and we straight like literally dropped our bags off at where we were staying and, and got a taxi straight to the ground. But I think it kind of starts um, before you even get into the stadium and you know, the whole kind of town is, you know, it's kind of the epicenter on that day and um, even walking in and you can hear all the fans singing the songs and the pubs are um, obviously packed out the front and um, you know, you see all those videos of like the bus arriving and all the fans cheering them on and stuff like that and it kind of started with that and then uh when you when I actually walked into the stadium and like you kind of see like the cop for the first time and just how good the grass is and stuff but yeah it's um yeah it sends chills down your spine and then obviously um you'll never walk alone when they sung that it was yeah something I'll never forget so it was unreal can I just ask
2: something I'm not sure if this is true that Wolves game obviously yeah you said that uh Brighton did go one up uh, that was for Very stressful 40 seconds until we were equalised, but um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that game, I don't know if this is true, you'll be able to clarify for me, but did the Wolves away fans pretend that uh, Burn- uh, Brighton had scored before they actually had, like did they get everyone at Anfield going before, like, and obviously the score was still nil-nil, did that happen? It did happen and they were like, this was
0: probably it was probably only two minutes before they actually scored as well, so... They started like, like getting worried, and then I started cheering. And but in the corporate box where I was, they had the City game on a TV, uh-huh. so um, uh-huh. we could see that it was still nil all. And then when they went one up, then the whole crowd kind of got really excited. But then as soon as City equalised, the Wolves fans were just absolutely giving it to all Liverpool fans.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously you've been to Anfield uh, and you've been to the King Power, but what's on the bucket list as a supporter? And, and I guess as a, as, as a round ball fan, like what games do you want to see in the future?
0: Um, well, I'd love to go watch a Fenerbahce Galatasaray game um, mm. in Turkey. I've been to this stadium um, when I went over to Turkey but haven't actually watched a game. So that's definitely on the bucket list. Um, and then in terms of Premier League, I, I would love to go watch a Liverpool United um, or a Merseyside Derby. Probably, I want to go to an, away in Merseyside Derby. I think that would be a great experience as well to kind of, Go into the enemy territory and um, I think some of those away days uh, look like they're the most enjoyable to be honest when you kind of um, you know there's less less fans but you know the songs seem to be as loud I would have loved to be at that um, 4-0 Leicester game last year but um, yeah I think probably a Merseyside um, derby away and then um, yeah a Galatasaray for a Bache game
2: Speaking of that uh, Leicester game, hopefully Trent Alexander-Arnold can find the form he showed that day uh, recently because I feel like it's a good segue <laughs> into the current Liverpool dynamic and how that's all working. What are your thoughts on it so far on this season specifically? Obviously, up until about maybe three four games ago, right? you weren't at your best, but you'd only lost one game and drawn a, a handful. But now, you haven't scored for 270 minutes or something like that. So, yeah, how, how are you feeling about it?
0: Um, obviously it's a little bit like concerning, but, um, I don't know, I find with things, if you kind of read into it, like it's, it's always, it's never as bad as what it seems and it's never as good as what it seems. That's like mm-hmm. kind of one of my favourite ways to look at it. But, um, yeah, I think obviously losing the centre-backs and then two of our best midfielders uh, then have to play as centre-backs and that kind of affects the whole dynamic. And obviously with um, Trent and Robbo can't get as far forward as what they usually would just because they kind of lack defensive cover now, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not too worried. I don't think... Uh, I'm not meaning to offend you, but I don't think United can win the league. I think it's probably between us oh, and City. Um, oh. <laughs> but, get him off
2: yeah. the pod, mate. <laughs> He's just <laughs> <come> <laughs> on here and started with United <laughs> slay, <sleeper. laughs> no, I'm,
0: I'm not too worried about United. But, um, no, I, I think we'll be all right. Obviously, when we get Jota back, that'll be um, really good as well. I don't know how far away he is. I think it's still probably going to be like a month or so, but um i think every side goes through kind of periods like this but uh it's not that long ago that we put seven past crystal palace so i'm not too worried
1: fair enough well looking more specifically at your front three how do you reckon that's sort of going this season because like we've seen games that haven't really clicked and it seems like bobby's a bit off you know how do you how do you sort of diagnose that front three um that's
0: a good question um i don't know i i still think that People, um, you know, when it's not going as well, they do get pretty harsh. And, you know, you can play a couple of bad games and people kind of can forget how good players really are. I think that's also kind of the case with Trent. Like, he hasn't been amazing this season, but uh, I still think he's probably the best right-back in the world. He's definitely better than one for soccer. So, um, yeah. <laughs> <Again>. <laughs> no, with, with, like, the front three, I think they're, they're still... You know, one of the best front three attacks. Mate, let I've me done.
1: tell you, last time I checked, most Salah is still in the back pocket of wambasaka So, No, it was Luke Shaw as well. Oh, Luke Shaw as well. well whichever one you take.
2: It seems like we're on the Liverpool's mind. Like, we haven't been mentioning Man United. You're the one that keeps bringing this up.
1: Rent free, mate. Rent free. Rent free. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: please.
1: please. Um, I mean... No, I, I'm like, not too worried. Not <laughs> Again, well, let's put a counter on it, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Jurgen Klopp sort of came out, um, I think, in the last couple of days, only in the last couple of days, actually, and said that, you know, making top fours a priority. Do you reckon that takes a little bit of shine off, off the title race and not, not, not discounts Liverpool, but maybe is it a way to ease pressure or do you think it's more of a way to just say, like, expectations maybe have to be reeled back in?
0: Um, no, I don't think it's the way to say expectations have to be real. And I think it is probably a few mind games, um, maybe with opposition and stuff like that. And probably just easing a little bit of pressure on, um, you know, the squad, I guess, but, um, you know, I don't even think the premier league season is not even halfway through yet. And we're I think at what four points off first. So I think, um, it's probably just that middle part of the year. And obviously a lot of people are going to start coming back from injuries in the next kind of month or so. And, um, yeah, I think it's just mind games a little bit. I think they're definitely still gonna challenge for the for the league and um obviously the Champions League as well. So a lot a lot of a lot of time left in the season, so I'm not getting too worried just yet.
2: I have two questions here. Have the Sydney Swans started to media train you?
0: Um no, not really. A little
2: bit, not, not too much, though. Because I was going to say, like, firstly, the uh, the responses are very much what a player would say, which is impressive already. <laughs> and and secondly, um, do, you, do you start listening to the players now, now that you're a professional athlete, officially? Do you start listening to the managers and listening to the players, even though it's a different code and, you know, obviously AFL is the peak you can do in Australia pretty much, but you'd say that the Premier League is like a worldwide thing. Do you look look at them and say, you know, or oh, I know what they've done they're, when they're speaking to the media are uh, picking up what they're doing and only you as an athlete would be able to relate to it? Or is it a bit like they're on another level sort of thing? Um,
0: oh, a little bit. I think, like, I'm I'm just a normal person, a normal football fan at the end of the day. Like, I'm, um, I'm no different from, from you two in terms of how I watch the interviews and the games and stuff like that. But um, I think unless you're kind of in inside the club or inside the inner circle, I think you can't really tell what's going on but um no I don't know probably not I think I'm just a, you know a football fan a Liverpool fan at the end of the day so probably not no
1: mm-hmm. title race top four give us your top four
0: Liverpool to win the league <laughs> <sorry>. Man City <laughs> Man United <City's- laughs> have- <not> in <laughs>
1: second <laughs> and
0: then I'm going to go Leic- Leicester third oh <laughs>
1: Chelsea fourth, <laughs> uh, Villa fourth.
0: I go, I go, I go. Man United fourth. That's generous. I just think once you once you stop getting penalties, it'll uh, it'll be too hard. So
2: you know, give it to him. We we pride ourselves on this podcast to be professional, unbiased. <laughs> but you're pushing it here. You really are. i <laughs> testing uh, the limits, mate. He's testing it too much. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna crack. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, casting, I'm, I'm casting out alive.
0: Don't take the bait. Don't take the <laughs> bait.
2: <laughs> Yeah, no, but we're in dangerous waters here. This could get out of hand. So... <laughs> yeah. Into some of the Sydney teammates that we've we briefly know. Would you say we mm. know them? We know Barry. Barry yes. We know Barry. Yeah. Feel like we know a bunch of the others mm. based on how much we've heard of them. Um, are you into the FIFA scene at all with Barry and, and all, Barry and Co?
0: Uh, I. I would say slightly. I'm not the biggest gamer going around. I, I don't really. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. Just never really got into it massively. I do play, um, obviously, 21 and stuff, but uh, a little bit of Ultimate Team. But I do love the career mode. I kind of. I do ultimate. play Liverpool, so it's not much of a challenge because we're already in the <laughs> in the Premier
1: League. Five hundred mil budget doesn't um, doesn't 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 do yeah. anything, mate.
2: <laughs> So,
1: uh, I bet you he plays yeah, in professional no, they, difficulty as well Doesn't even play on world class
0: <laughs> <laughs> Rookie, what do you mean? <laughs> <Professional>. <laughs> um, no, but the, the problem is I do have an Xbox And all of the other boys have PS4s So I can't get on pro clubs with them And I'm not really too keen to be
1: Mate, don't worry about them You can PS4. join our pro clubs Seriously, you can, act- seriously, we you can join We are waiting
2: our- for every single person we have on this Either doesn't game or has a PlayStation <laughs> It's time to join yeah, Team nah, Green. I'm an Xbox user. Yeah, good. Yes, that's 100%. the way. We'll hit you up after this podcast. No, we'll and get
0: gamer tag. We'll just have to. We'll have to just check what what jerseys we're wearing and, and stuff like
2: that. Because hey,
1: we'll, we'll go. We'll go something easy like a Fenerbahce kit or something. Yeah,
2: like, we'll go Fenerbahce.
1: That'll be yeah. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> have, you, have you managed to catch uh, Barry's streaming on the AFL Gamers Network?
0: Yeah, I did watch a little bit of it. Um, in a lockdown, and that's how bored I was, and I was watching that. But <laughs> <fit>. um, <laughs> yeah, I did watch a little bit of it. I, I still, I, I have played a little bit against um, um, Braden Campbell, who's like one of my best mates that I was mentioned yeah. before that went pick five, and a little bit uh, with Nick Blakey as well. So there's been some mixed results there, but um, we won't we won't go too deep into that.
1: <laughs> Man, I have to say the lizard's a bit of a fiend. I reckon he sort of hijacks Barry's stream a bit. He tries to take a bit of the limelight, which. Which is a bit Nothing, strange. No, nothing, nothing wrong with that. that. <laughs> wrong
2: with
1: that. <laughs> uh, but can you give us can you give us your ultimate team at the moment, or can you give us your best ever ultimate team you've ever played with?
2: Favorite player, something like that that you've played
0: with? Uh oh, probably Jordan Anderson. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> my days. Uh, it, it has it has it has to be Maradona. Uh, I think I had like yeah. a 90, 91, or it might have been a ninety nine rated Maradona, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it was only baby Mar like, baby Maradona's
1: think, maybe ninety one, yeah. The junior legend, yeah. Okay, mate,
0: I think I think it might have been ninety one. Then yeah, um, I was just like, only had him on on loan or whatever for a few games, but
1: um, it made it a lot easier to score goals with him <laughs> on my side. <laughs> well, well, on your career mode, who 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 are you signing first for Liverpool? Like this is obviously a dream situation. Uh,
0: Mbappe. Yeah, and I've, I'm uh, playing I've Firmino. I'm I'm playing Firmino at the top of a midfield diamond.
1: Salamante Mate, he's a defensive midfielder. What are you want about? <laughs> defensive striker. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: CDN. So we'll playing as, as we'll play him as an attacking midfielder.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So at this point, we do like to get stuck into some social media questions. We asked, we checked it up on Instagram, on Twitter, and um, actually, before we do get stuck into this, sorry, I keep being sidetracked. But I looked up your name on Twitter. Um, because obviously I like to tag people in the posts that we're having on and you're not an avid Twitter user and that's okay no problems there but there were three accounts that came under your name three all three of them had like one had Alexander Arnold yeah one had I think maybe Henderson I can't remember there was just three of the same accounts and I was wondering have you made three separate Twitter accounts and then forgot the password when you were like 12 sort of thing or is it like like, are they all you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I
0: honestly, I'm, I don't even have a Twitter on my phone. Like, I'm just some, like, Barry, he's a really big Twitter user, and he told me to get onto it. So I made an account, probably like, before Christmas, I haven't been on it since then. But like, they're probably from when I was, yeah, like ten or eleven. And I just, yeah, I'm not. I don't really know how to use Twitter that well, so they're probably oh, we, just been made. I wish anyway. we had the
1: technology to get up some of your old tweets because I was having a scroll through one of, one of your old accounts. I reckon you tweeted like twenty five times within the space of twenty five minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, you know, you know what it's like when you just like, when you're little and you get an, an account or something like an Instagram account, and you post a
2: hundred photos and you don't go back on that account ever again. Yeah. It'd be very similar to that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all
2: right. So what do you want to, um, well, basically what happens here is we go through some social media questions. I think there's about five or six, um, that we've got, chosen. uh, thank yeah, that we've chosen. Not that we got. Yeah. We just chose these. They weren't every, <laughs> all that we got. Um, and Um, uh, thanks to Arrow sport, our main sponsor, the person with the best question gets a $30 voucher there. So at the end you just um, pick whichever question you thought was best. It doesn't matter if you don't remember the name, just what something about it. So then we know which question you're talking about. And uh, that person wins $30 voucher. Sound good. Happy days.
1: Cool. Awesome. All right, let's get stuck into a bit of social media source. First question is at Jacob Gaynor, uh, Errol, if you could take one player from Arsenal, City, or United to Liverpool, who would it be?
0: Oh, easy, KDB all day. I um, I do think he's the best player in the world at the moment, and uh, yeah, having him in that Liverpool midfield would just be unfair. So definitely him.
1: Probably a little bit of a knockoff, Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, I was going to say. Penaudes. Oh.
0: <laughs> Did,
2: <he play? laughs> Did he play against Liverpool? I didn't see him get near it. <laughs>
1: Next question.
2: Next question. At Ryan underscore Fox One, I just wanted to ask, who's top of the league?
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Well, I think Man City have a game in hand, so we'll say Man City.
1: <laughs> I think they've got a game in hand. And you're still four points from behind. You're still four points just, behind him as well. He
2: just can't bring himself. Well, he can bring himself to say the famous Man United when it's slander, but when it's facts, you just can't find it. You can't find those two words. It's okay. We'll, if you we'll
0: technically, okay, right at this moment, Man yeah. United are top of the leg. We'll give you that now. Thank you. But come the end of the season, we'll see where you are. <laughs> we, can, maybe we should have you on again at the end of the
2: year <laughs> to join our celebration.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. At minimum runner, if you had to get rid of one of the Liverpool front three, who would it be? And why? Oh my god!
0: Uh, that's really tough. I, I, I don't know. I think I would probably have to say. Probably have to say Mane to be honest. What? I think. Um, no. Yeah. Firmino. Firmino's always been. Um well my first ever um like name I got on my jersey was Firmino and he's always been one of my favorites. And then I think Salah is still underrated in the Premier League and I think also underrated by Liverpool fans and I think sometimes they take for granted how good he actually is. Um is an unbelievable player, but um yeah, I don't know. I just say so he's the most relevant. I, I, I wouldn't Yeah, maybe. Maybe maybe just get Messi instead of Man City and Messi could slot in on the left wing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. All
2: right, next up at Robert W. 1965. Uh, if you're heading out, hitting up the town on a night out, pick your squad uh, at, out of EPL players, past or present. Well, say so how many do,
1: should we at? Say so three? Three. 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 And we're talking like oh, maximum party vibes. We're not talking like d yeah. conversation
2: Sort of stuff Yeah you, yeah Who's going to go hard Yeah 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 Oh geez That's a
0: good question Well I would take Klopp With me for one I know he's not a player But he's still <laughs> oh, no, he some, some of those he's videos Some of those videos When they When they won the league And even the Champions League um, Parade And he's like Sitting on the bus And stuff like that He just looks like He'd be unreal On the night out He'd
1: smash Steins um,
0: Oh yeah Big time Um I'm just trying to think who the big party. Oh, Jack Greeley would say as well. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously during, during the lockdown, he had a couple of, a couple of, uh,
1: <laughs> interesting incidents. <run-ins>. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, and then, I know he's out on loan, but I'd probably say Natch because obviously he saved Mesut Ozil from getting stabbed or whatever. So. Oh, that's a good I mean, call, actually. Yeah. The bruiser. <laughs> In a fight, <fire. laughs> yeah. I was going
1: to say, if you I chose someone like Kyle Walker, I, like, I would have lost so much respect for you straight away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, God, no. God, no. All
1: right, next question, at Dean.Vas. If you had the choice to personally play at any club other than Liverpool, who would it be and Why?
0: Uh, Premier League or just kind of worldwide?
1: I can say if you're going worldwide, I, I reckon you'd say Fenerbahce. So we'll go Premier League.
0: Yeah, Premier League. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to think of a. I'd say probably, probably like a Crystal Palace. I reckon, kind of a team that's um yeah you got the jersey. a team that's always kind of in and around the Premier League and. I don't, they have been relegated for a, lot, a little while now, but... Um, They've been relegated since eight years
1: Yeah, 2011, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And um be cool living in London, I reckon. And they're kind of like... They're a big-ish club, but not massive. So I
2: reckon mm-hmm. someone like a Crystal Palace. That's good cool call. Nice. I like it. I like it. Uh, I feel like you'd always have something to play for as well, because every season, they're never like flat out, you know, 12th to 8th. They're sometimes around that 13th, 14th, where they still have something to play for in yeah. like April.
1: And they always gets like the fourth round of a yeah. cup as well, so... Yeah.
2: Exactly right. All right, uh, last one and finally, it's one about uh, footy. Are you enjoying preseason, and is it you know something different to what you expected? Um,
1: yeah, I think
0: it's kind of everything that I hoped it would be, and then more as well. I like I, I'm just absolutely loving every single day going into the club, and like you know, got a day off today, but I'll probably head in later and just you know go to a bit of recovery or something because I just love being in and around the club and it's so much fun and um, you know they're pretty long days but getting used to it and you know waking up early it's um yeah it's just such an awesome lifestyle and all of the all the people at the club you know the coaches and players obviously just been so welcoming and um yeah it's pretty tough like i'm feeling it a little bit this week because we had a pretty solid session yesterday and on monday so um it's good to have a day off today but um yeah it's, it's everything i hoped it would be and then more as well so
1: Oh, awesome, Cool. good to hear I think that's a good, probably good for us You'll probably come straight into our um, AFL fantasy team So, yeah. you know You're see not you. base price
2: though Which means you <laughs> can find the footy So as long as you find the footy You'll be <laughs> Okay, no pressure then <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, So all our listeners will know this segment uh, It's definitely one of our most enjoyed segments That's where we get into a bit of quirky questions So we can find out a little bit more about yourself um, And a little bit of the inner workings And sort of what makes you tick First question, can you give us your Premier League five-a-side team?
2: Has to be a goalkeeper, otherwise the rest of the four players can be anything.
0: Yeah, well, I I spoke about this with Barry and I looked at, I saw what his team was. So mine's going to be pretty similar to his. So, but <laughs> I'm right. going to make a change. In, in goal, I'm going to go Alisson. Yep. Because I just think he's a better keeper than Edison. I know Edison's probably got the best um, foot skills and stuff like that because he was, an, I think he was an outfield player, wasn't he, before he was a keeper? Yep.
1: Yep. Is that correct?
0: But um Margo Allison, um, the best centre back in the world at centre back, Van Dijk uh, and then I'm gonna go Tiago and KDB in the midfield.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: And then up front I'm gonna I'm gonna change it up. I'm gonna go Harry Kane
1: because he's just such a good goal scorer. Mate, Barry went for lack of Z up top. So very interesting call. Uh, he's, he's a strange cat, Barry. I'll tell you <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's a deer with no eyes, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mate, you should have been on Arsenal fan TV. You would have made it, I reckon. He would have made it.
0: <laughs> oh, well, I, I've actually got a funny story. So, um, a couple of years ago, <laughs> so some of my mates are quite avid Arsenal fans. Um, and when I, you know, still love watching AFTV, it's the best meme on the internet. But um, we went to a Sydney SC game kind of at the height of the, the Wenger Out era. Um, and we thought it would be a pretty funny idea. Like, Obviously, I'm a Liverpool fan. I don't really care about Arsenal, but we thought it'd be a funny idea to take a Wenger outside um, to, to an A League game. I think I remember and this to, to, to make it even better. We we put like uh, Wenger out and we wrote blood, like for troops, because obviously <laughs> he was the, the main one. And we, we actually were on um, the BBC match of the day, um, like Twitter, and there was a photo of me holding up the, the Wenger out blood <laughs> sign. Um, <laughs> I'll send, I've got. To, I'll send you the photo after this. Yeah, yeah please oh, do. That's so good. <laughs> we need to get our hands on and some so- of
2: that content.
0: <laughs> And so he's, he's unfollowed me since, but I did I did get followed by troops a couple of years ago. <laughs> I and was was actually, man, me me shit! After swear to God, messaging me after the game, like, oh, like big up my, and he posted a photo on Instagram. He's like, big up my Australians and all this. Like,
1: what? <laughs> 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 you have to send us this. <laughs> this yeah.
2: I've got. I to. I it to you after. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's so mean. This actually, that that are out blood would have been like right. In the, the, um, what the time the peak when a league as well, the what? the
2: peak, a league when, when, when they did
1: it. Yeah. But do you remember when, do you remember when troops got, um, like all, pretty crucified for being caught in like a balmyang's box and I they thought, thought he, like, he was like conspiring with players? I swear. No, I swear that was after because of Bamiyang signed like
2: six months before Wenger left. Him. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't want to call you out live on air. I don't just know. Saying. I think you wrong. <laughs> so it was, I'm just looking at it now, but
0: it was the 15th of December, 2017. And oh, uh, yeah, no. I don't know if you can see. I don't know if you can see. <laughs> 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 I'll send That's, it to you after anyway. Yeah. Actually, quick yeah. question
1: about the A-League. Are you, are you a big A-League fan?
0: Uh, I am I, I used to um, had a Sydney SC membership for a while I used to go and sit in the cove and um, sing all the songs I, I did love it um, I haven't been to a game this season but um, when it's on telly I'll, I'll definitely watch it because I know it's not the, the most exciting league in the world but I think it's still good to kind of like support the, the Australian league and stuff and um, pretty hyped that we got Bobo back, so hopefully <laughs> yeah. we can start scoring goals. <laughs> well said. Well,
1: well said. we're both we're both ex Melbourne Victory um Victory okay. uh, ex uh, members. I mean, I, I'm, I haven't renewed yet this season, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Anyway, the reason why I ask is we had uh, we had a guy called Simon Hill on. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He did the iconic, you know, yeah, yeah. the yep the the iconic this most yeah. famous most famous penalty in Australia's history. Anyway, he came on the pod and he said that. If you support overseas football, then you have to, in essence, support local football. And prioritise it. And prioritise it. What do you reckon about that sort of debate? And do you, do you have any sort of thoughts on, on a comment like that?
0: Um, well, I'm not going to lie. Like, I would 100% rather watch the football play in the Sydney FC. I think that's, that's obviously – I think the Premier League is the best league in the world and it's just – it's obviously a better standard of football. But I do think it is really important to still support um, – you know, the A-League and stuff like that. And, um, you know, you see players like Matty Ryan and obviously Moy was over there, but he's not anymore. But seeing players like that be able to go over to the Premier League, I think if we don't support um, like the Australian League and stuff like that, it makes it a lot harder for people to be able to go over to Europe and and play for like big clubs. So it's definitely important to um, support it. And I still, you know, like to go to games and and watch it on TV and stuff. But, um, yeah, about prioritising it, I don't know. I don't know about that because I think... Well, I personally get a lot more enjoyment out of watching Premier League just because it's a better
1: standard of football, but uh, still support the A-League for sure. Well, we'll have to tee up a big blue together eventually one day. Yes, <laughs> <A> big one. <laughs>
2: uh, we have teared off, uh, off our quirky questions a little bit, so we'll get back into them. Uh, if you could have dinner with one current Premier League player, who would it be and why? And yeah, you, just, you know, like to learn for laughs, whatever it might be? You've got to take a specific approach.
0: Uh, I'd say uh, Virgil van Dijk, just purely to just try and um, find out what his mindset is. And just when you're watching plays, this looks like he's the most composed person on earth. Um, obviously, centre-back's a really tough position because if you make one mistake, that can kind of cost you the game. Whereas, um, you know, playing up front and you can kind of miss five shots but if you score one you've still done your job but um center back is a lot less margin for error and um you make one mistake and yeah people are crucified for it so probably just to talk to him about his mindset and um it'd be interesting at the moment kind of talking to him about how he's dealing with his injury and stuff like that but
1: um yeah i'd say him for sure Where, where are you taking him
0: Ah, oh, jeez. Probably have to be somewhere nice for, him, for a man like him. But hopefully he'd be shouting anyways because he's, he's on a fair packet at the moment. So, <laughs> yeah, that's
2: would <laughs> <a> very- be. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> It'd be his choice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. This question sort of stumps everyone, surprisingly. Um, and feel free to dodge if, if you don't feel comfortable answering it. But who is the most famous person you've got in your contact list?
0: Oh, it's famous person. Oh, it has to be Buddy Franklin, surely. Oh, yeah, it's definitely Um, up there. (laughs) Yeah. He probably, I don't know, he probably doesn't have my number saved anymore, but he sent me a text um, when I got drafted. Like, pretty much the entire list sent sent me a text um, the night I got drafted or or gave me a call and said congratulations. So um, that was, yeah, it was awesome. My phone was kind of going off nonstop. And uh, that's, you know, as I was saying, how welcome I felt um, straight away. And it started with that, like, literally within five minutes of getting drafted, pretty much 50% of the list had sent me a text or, or a DM or something. And, um, yeah, obviously he's arguably the best player to ever play the game of AFL. Um, and,
2: yeah, so that's probably pretty huge, I reckon. Yeah, certainly up there. Uh, last one. Which Premier League player do you think would best suit a game of AFL? And which, and then vice versa. Which AFL player do you reckon would be best uh, lining up for Liverpool?
0: Well, I reckon the best football player that could play at AFL would probably be like a James Milner. I reckon just because of how tough he is, mm. um, and and he can just absolutely run all day. So um, I'd say Milner, uh, yeah, purely for those two reasons. Uh, and an AFL player. Jesus, it's probably someone really skillful, I reckon. So, I don't know, maybe someone like Eddie Betts. Yeah. Barry Connor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he's like a goalkeeper or something.
2: <laughs> All right. So, I can got, see Eddie Betts out on the right wing. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> um, I've got one last request, and this will finish up the show, and that's I'm. I've got like something that sticks with me all the time when I, when I watch AFL 360, whatever it might be on Fox footy. Like I'm, I'm, to be honest with you, I'm sick of Adam Treloar talking about how many NBA jerseys he has. I'm sick of, you know, Scott Pendlebury tweeting about NBA, like the NBA and AFL saying like they're in bed together. Like every AFL player oh, tweeted yes. about NBA all the time. So my request to you is obviously concentrate on your footy, but in the back of your mind, just try to slink in, you know, a Liverpool mention when you're getting interviewed on Fox footy, just try to build up the <laughs> scene a little bit. And, you know, I'm not asking for a shout out of the podcast on Fox, <laughs> Fox, Fox footy or Fox sports, but you get what I'm saying? Like, just try to remind people that, you know, basketball is a fantastic sport, but this is the premier league. We're, we need to get that relationship a lot better because I know David Zaharakis. The best league in the world. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, mate. Right. Zaharakis is into his, uh, into Man United. I don't, there's uh, current players. I mean, Cornelio loves Juventus, but again, there's. I mean, Cornelio is probably the most recognizable one. I've heard Toby Green mention that he loved the Premier League like once. I think it was the build up to the grand final a couple of years ago. So it's just not enough talk about it, to be honest. So yeah, I'm, my request to you is build up the Premier League scene in the AFL community. I'm trying.
0: That's why, that's why I'm my uh, Thiago jersey on
1: dark night. I'm trying my best. So I mean to and, be uh, fair, we, 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 we actually emailed Cornelio and he asked us how much we could pay him. And we better not tell him how much we're paying you, otherwise he might get a bit <laughs> a bit, a bit angry But. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, he, he's, he's probably earned that right, I think, over the That's past however many years he's been playing in the AFL. So, um, But I'm just hoping because obviously Liverpool are gone with Nike and the Swans are gone with Nike this season as so well. I'm hoping maybe down the path we could oh. sort something out. But.
2: Yeah. I think there was like Real Madrid came to Melbourne a couple of years ago and like a bunch of AFL players got to meet Cristiano Ronaldo and Gareth Bale and stuff. So hopefully he yeah. gets to do something like that. Yeah. 100% oh, That would be unreal
1: Thanks to Aerosport,
2: We get to hand out a $30 voucher As we mentioned at the start of that little segment Who do you think had the best question And who do you think deserves the $30 voucher?
0: Well, the question that stuck me the most I think uh, was the one about the front three So uh, I think we'll have to give it to Minimum Runner On this this occasion oh, good. Question, even, uh, remember his name.
2: even remember his name that, That's good Too easy So thank you to Aerosport for that Minimum Runner will hit you up on uh, Instagram, I believe. That's where he contacts through. So, yeah, Instagram will hit you up with that voucher. Uh, congratulations.
1: Uh, Eric, what we love to do uh, is every time we have a guest on the pod, we'd like you to do a bit of a sign-off for us. Um, you started the pod. We'd love you to finish the pod. So, we'll give you a point uh, after we run through the socials and stuff. And we'd love you to say something along the lines of, um, hey, guys, this is Eric here. I doesn't uh, have to introduce uh, nah, himself. doesn't have to introduce himself. Uh, <laughs> hey guys this is Eric <laughs> hey guys this is Eric here uh, and thank you for booking at the Premier League nightclub or put your own spin on it whatever you like to do all good all good all right
2: Woody that brings us to a close if people want to hit us up on the socials where can they find us
1: guys you can find us at Premier League nightclub with the Insta and Damon where can you find us on the Twitter you can find
2: us at PO nightclub Eric make sure to hit us up as well download that app retweet you know Follow us, anything. But just make sure you're on Twitter. It's a fantastic platform. You should listen to Barry. Uh, he's on a heap. So, yeah, uh, make sure to subscribe, follow on wherever you listen to us, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, thank you for everyone. Thank you to everyone for listening. And we'll be back in about two weeks' time. And I'm Eric. And thank you very much for booging
0: with the Premier League nightclub. And I'm looking forward to watching me on downfall over the next month or two. <laughs> <laughs>